Good morning, and welcome to First UU Austin. My name is Elizabeth Gray. I've been a member of this church for almost 20 years, and I'll be your lay leader this morning. Our service today is featuring General Assembly, or GA, the recent gathering, national gathering of our Unitarian Universalist faith. And for those of us that were not able to attend GA, this service will bring some parts of GA back to us. We are a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning, and we are glad you're here. We come from a long heritage that teaches that there is a spark of the divine in every person. It is in the spirit of that heritage that I ask you to greet the holy in our midst by welcoming the person to your right and left this morning. Please join me in responsive reading number 437. Let us worship with our eyes and ears and fingertips. Let us love the world through heart and mind and body. We feed our eyes upon the mystery and revelation in the faces of our brothers and sisters. We seek to know the wistfulness of the very young and the very old the wistfulness of people in all times of life. We seek to understand the shyness behind arrogance, the fear behind pride, the tenderness behind clumsy strength, the anguish behind cruelty. All life flows into a great common life if we will only open our eyes to our companions. Let us worship not in bowing down, not with closed eyes and stopped ears. Let us worship with the opening of all the windows of our beings, with the full outstretching of our spirits. Life comes with singing and laughter, with tears and confiding, with a rising wave too great to be held in the mind and heart and body to those who have fallen in love with life. This is from the opening ceremony of UUA General Assembly 2012. We are gathered here in the midst of one moment in time, one moment in the flow of human history. Ordinary people writing a new story. A storytelling of human dignity and self-determination of encounter and the richness of human meaning. A story that tells us of our unity, reminding us we are all one. As Unitarian Universalists, we have struggled for human dignity, justice, and equality. Tonight, tomorrow, this week, we gather to bear witness to the human rights abuses in Arizona and the exploitation inherent in our broken immigration system. Some of us have crossed barriers of fear to be here, picket lines of our conscience to be present in Arizona. Some of us have crossed barriers of history, distances of culture, 
the built-up scar tissue of oppression, of injustice and indignity to be here together to continue the work for a new day. Some of us come carrying great privilege of skin color, status, of education, of ability, or of wealth. We must be willing to unlearn much of what we have been taught. Today, we meet heart to heart, human being to human being. May we open ourselves to a youthful spirit in us all, to be more vulnerable in our truth-telling, to break through the barriers of hurt and fear, to share the truth of who we are with each other. May we learn to trust and be willing to risk to join with others to make justice. May we listen deeply and be willing to be uncomfortable. Let us sing together, learn together, dream together, and hope together. May our work take the form of words and prayers and actions, action following action, from Phoenix back to the places from where we have come, creating a world of justice for all. We are together, hand in hand, a part of a continuing story, one that will be strengthened by our time together here. Let us say together our mission statement, found in the order of service and written on the wall. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. Our first reading is a poem entitled Patriot by Alice Walker. If you want to show your love for America, love Americans. Smile when you see one flower-like, his turban rose pink. Rejoice at the eagle feather in a grandfather's braid. If a sister bus rider's hair is especially nappy, a miracle in itself, Raise it. How can there be homeless in a land so crammed with houses and young children sold as sex snacks, causing our thoughts to flinch and snag? Love your country by loving Americans. Love Americans. Salute the soul and the body of who we spectacularly and sometimes pitifully are. Love us. We are the flag. Our second reading is another GA selection. Over 40 years ago, of two GAs actually, as you'll hear, over 40 years ago on May 18, 1966, Dr. Martin Luther King delivered the Ware Lecture Unitarian Universalist at the General Assembly in Hollywood, Florida. This morning's reading is from his lecture. Hear these eloquent and challenging words. My friends, 
There are some things in our nation and in our world to which I'm proud to be maladjusted. And I call upon you to be maladjusted and all people of goodwill to be maladjusted to these things until the good society is realized. I never intend to adjust myself to segregation and discrimination. I never intend to become adjusted to religious bigotry. I never intend to adjust myself to economic conditions that will take necessities from the many to give luxuries to the few and leave millions of people perishing on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of vast oceans of prosperity. I plan to be as maladjusted as Abraham Lincoln, who had the vision to see that this nation could not survive half-slave and half-free. As maladjusted as Thomas Jefferson, who in the midst of an age amazingly adjusted to slavery, cried in words lifted to cosmic proportions, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. As maladjusted as Jesus of Nazareth, who could say to the men and women of his day, he who lives by the sword will perish by the sword. Through such maladjustment, we will be able to emerge from the bleak and desolate midnight of man's inhumanity to man into the bright and glittering daybreak of freedom and justice. And then Dr. King went on to say these words. If we are to have a truly integrated society, white persons and Negro persons and members of all groups must live together not merely because the law says says it, but because it's right. But that does not make legislation less important. It may be true that you can't legislate integration, but you can legislate desegregation. It may be true that morality cannot be legislated, but behavior can be regulated. It may be true that the law cannot change the heart, but it can restrain the hurtless. The law cannot make a man love me, but it can restrain him from lynching me. And I think that's pretty important. And so while the law may not change the hearts of men, it does change the habits of men. These words are from the Reverend Patricia Jimenez, Latino Unitarian Universalist Networking Association member. Each of us gains knowledge and wisdom in many different ways, through the mind and reason, through the heart and feelings, through the body and instincts. In the silence that follows, I invite each one of you to find that place or places of knowing and wisdom those places that call you to your highest self, your best self. Savor it, feel it, notice it. Remember it's there whenever you need it. Take a moment now.
Be present right now to yourself. Remember who you are. Hello, um, I'm Jillian Redfern. I've been a member of this church for 23 years. I don't want to assume, Elizabeth already alluded to this, but I don't want to assume that you all know what General Assembly is, and so I won't. General Assembly, now known to you as GA, that's your acronym for the day, GA, is the Unitarian Universalist Annual Meeting. It's attended by thousands of Unitarian Universalists and is held in cities all across the United States. This year's GA, held in Phoenix, a decision that had already been predetermined, left many of us wondering how could we possibly go to Phoenix in light of its anti-immigrant laws, best known as the Arizona Senate Bill 1070 that were put into place in 2010. But in truth, how could we not go? How could we not go to Arizona? It was our opportunity to live our UU faith. It was our opportunity to live our principles, to possibly make a difference, and most importantly, to understand what doing justice might really mean This GA, in fact, quickly became identified as the Justice Assembly. It was an opportunity to to learn, to partner with, and to support the many groups and the individuals whose daily work, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, is for the greater good of all people. There are so many organizations in Arizona that are working hard for the justice of the people in that state. These These organizations include... The ACLU, the ALEC, Grassroots Leadership, National Day Laborers Union, Amnesty International, Puente Arizona, American Progress, Non Las Muertes, and dozens of others that I can't even remember the names of. In coordination with these many groups and during GA, the UUs decided to hold a vigil at the local Phoenix prison. And it was this vigil that most made me want to attend this year's GA. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Phoenix prison, but it's rather infamous. And it's known as America's Toughest Jail or Sheriff of Pio's Tent Jails, where 1,000-plus undocumented people are held for no real crime. This place resembles a concentration camp. In fact, Sheriff of Pio describes it as such himself. There is no AC in a place where temperatures often get as high as 118 degrees, And that's not the temperature inside the tent. That's the temperature outside the tent. Meals are served only twice a day, and medical attention is often denied. These tent jails were established in 1993 when Sheriff Apayo decided to use tents acquired at a surplus sale after the Gulf War, rather than build on to the existing buildings. Seemingly a cheap solution, I suppose. Since then, approximately 138,000 people have passed through these tents, and approximately 150 people have died there. Every night in Phoenix at the prison, a small group, and I mean a pretty small group, of people hold a vigil, vigil for those in the tents, probably in many cases their own family, their own friends. On the evening of Saturday night, June 23rd, we were able to support them in a big way. Approximately 2,000 of us, many of us wearing our Standing on the Side of Love yellow t-shirts, boarded school buses and were driven to the prisons to stand with these people. For the regulars at the prison, it must have been quite a sight to see as bus after bus arrived, dropping off hundreds and hundreds of people, and then leaving and then coming back with more and more hundreds of people. Um, For two hours, we stood together peacefully, 
singing songs and chanting words of support that we hoped and believed could be heard by those locked up inside. The experience of standing with so many people who share your core beliefs is, is a rare one, and it touched me greatly. But what I most remember at the vigil is the gratitude of the regulars. As we reloaded onto the buses, they thanked us at large, and in many cases, they thanked us individually. One woman in particular and I exchanged, made eye contact, and I noted that there were tears running down her face as she said, gracias, thank you. I was so sad in that moment, but I have to believe that our presence brought a renewed energy and hope, but at the very least that they, the Inmans, the family, the Phoenix Latino community knows that they have support outside their own communities and that we who do not suffer these injustices are aware of theirs. I hope and pray that we can live up to the call to do justice. I am Mike LeBurkin, and uh, these thoughts are inspired by an extremely uh, powerful, gentle, a beautiful, intelligent woman, Sarah Rebecca Parker, who is the president of Star King Seminary, our West Coast Unitarian Seminary. People of faith and conscience cannot stay on the sidelines when children as young as six are being detained. When sheriff's deputies are taking the law into their own hands and conducting illegal raids. When families are being broken up in roundups and when people with economic interests in the privatization of prisons and ties to white supremacist groups are behind legislative efforts in all states across this nation that aim to imprison undocumented workers and turn them into slave labor. <coughs> Katrina Sinclair, a UU from Tucson, was among those who, along with others, were jailed for protesting. While detained, Katrina was in a cell close to a group of undocumented Latina women who were likely to be scheduled to be deported back to Mexico and all countries throughout Latin America or sent to prison. The night in jail was long. The detainees had no water. The air conditioning was turned down to 50 degrees. There were no blankets. The lights were kept on all the time. No place to lie down except the cement floor. Guards banged the steel doors to keep everyone awake, and television was blaring all the time. Across the distance between the cells, Katrina and others in their yellow standing on the side of love t-shirts found ways to communicate their support for the detainees. There was one Latina woman in particular that 
Katrina connected with. She wanted this woman to know that she was not invisible, she was not forgotten, that she had allies who respected her humanity, and that she was not alone. Katrina gestured to her, I see you. The woman nodded. I love you. Katrina continued to gesture. The woman's eyes filled with tears. Si, se puede, Katrina mouthed. Cesar Chavez's motto. Yes, we can. The woman mouthed the words back to her. Si, se puede. When morning came, the standing on the side of love protesters were released. They were relieved to be free of the traumatizing prison conditions, but their hearts were torn by their knowledge that the undocumented immigrants had little chance of release. As Katrina was led away from the cell, she turned to keep eye contact with the women still jailed. The woman she'd connected with the night before pressed her face hard up against the glass, following Katrina with her eyes. As the distance between the two women grew, the imprisoned woman signaled through the glass to Katrina. I see you. I love you. Si se puede. And Katrina mouthed the words back, echoing. Si se puede. Yes, we can. The spiritual reality of our connectedness empowers us with its beauty and its grace. We are here to witness and to work for another way, another world that we know is possible, not only because we dream of it, but because we have tasted it and felt its presence. Let us act for justice and peace because we know these longed-for goods to be a reality already at hand in the midst of us in the acts of compassion, in moments of fiesta and siesta, blessing our eyes with beauties, comforting our bodies with joys, reminding us that in the struggle, in la lucha, we are on holy ground. Hello, I'm Judy Sidak. And I've attended GA several times in the past. Um, and it's always been a wonderful experience. But this was a very special uh, Justice GA and a very special experience for me. Describing GA is always a challenge because uh, we have to decide from hundreds of programs which ones to attend. And it's really each person's experience is individual and unique. And I think you'll kind of get a little flavor of that today. If you would like to get a better idea of what goes on at GA and see the whole program and 
uh, some video, et cetera, you can go to the UUA website and look at GA uh, 2012. We had daily worship services, which were very inspiring, and the music was wonderful. There were a lot of new songs introduced, but it's also amazing how great our familiar hymns sound with 3,000-plus people singing, UUs singing together. Every day we heard stories from members of the partner organizations in Phoenix about the hardships that people suffer there. We heard of children afraid parents would not be able to pick them up from school, of parents afraid to go out or sometimes send their children to school after hearing about issues going on in the community. One family's story especially affected me. Maria, a young woman, uh, spoke about her family. Her mother came to the U.S. from Mexico with her young son before Maria was born. So, of course, Maria was legal. Last year, the mother was stopped because of a burned-out taillight, detained and deported as a result. Maria remained in Arizona with a relative and finished high school. But she spoke of the sadness um, that she felt that her mother could not attend her high school graduation which was a real milestone in her life. She is very close to her brother and his family, but she fears that he will be deported as well. And then after Maria spoke, Maria's sister-in-law spoke while holding her young toddler. And she spoke of the fear of her hu- that her husband would be deported. He had had an opportunity to go back to Mexico to apply for a visa, but he was told that it might take a year before he could come back, and that there would be no guarantee that he would get it. So he decided to stay in Phoenix so that he could participate in his daughter's uh, early years. We heard many, many stories like that. Although the stated policies of ICE and the administration focus on deporting criminals and dangerous individuals, the reality is that families are being torn apart and individuals who have lived peacefully in our communities for many years are being swept up and sent back to countries where they are no longer familiar. I've been reading a lot about immigration issues, and um, one quote just kind of jumped out and grabbed me (laughs) uh, recently, and this was by Max Frisch, a Swiss, Swiss playwright, and he actually wrote it in 1965 when Europe was starting to have a lot of guest worker programs. And he wrote, We called for workers. And there came human beings. May we never lose sight of the fact that we are all human beings, documented or undocumented. Hi, my name is Carolyn Griminger. I've gone to this church for about 10 years, and this was the first time I've ever been to GA, and I can't wait to go back again. I really had a wonderful experience, and I'm glad people are pointing out it wasn't all just horrible stories. There was worship. There was fellowship, and the thousands of people singing the songs was very enlivening, which we needed for the messages that we heard. I'm also a social worker here in Travis County that works with the criminal justice population, so the one uh, talk that I wanted to extrapolate upon uh, was one that really hit home. Um, That was the one on the for-profit incarceration and detention centers. I'm reminded by our first principle that all people have inherent worth and dignity, not just some, not just the documented. 
The talk that I went to that struck me focused on corporations that profit from the detention of undocumented people. They treat this population as a profitable new market center, new market. The industry lobbies uh, and drafts harsh anti-immigration legislation, and I believe they were behind the 1070 platform. The owners profit from the suffering of others. They exploit inmate labor by contracting with outside corporations, paying the inmates roughly 40 cents an hour, and also taking away uh, jobs from the private sector. In my mind, this is exploitation, and I hope it is in yours too. I learned that the facilities, these you know, for-profit detention centers and prisons, are often subpar both for the incarcerated and the staff, while the owners profit enormously. Security is lax, and I was reading about uh, one incident where uh, some people escaped and hurt people in the community. Security is lax, and there is very limited government oversight of their operations. Corporations should not be allowed to profit from the incarceration of human beings. So what can we do? A website, an um, educational resource on the internet that I want to say out loud, hopefully you'll write it down. It's called grassrootsleadership.org. And we are going to have an opportunity next Saturday from 5 to 6 o'clock in room 13 to have a teach-in where you can learn about going to these uh, detention centers that are local and meeting with detainees, among other things. Uh, you can contribute to organizations working to stop incarceration and detention for profit. At the seminar, uh, we heard people got up to the microphone and talked about in their communities across the United States, they're standing up to these corporations that are coming in, and they had success stories about stopping them from coming in. You can get educated. There are other faith-based organizations in the opposition already that we can join up with. Um, you can gently <laughs> inform family members and friends about this issue. Um, talk with elected officials, and hopefully we can all strive for a more accountable and humane criminal justice system. Thank you. Hello, I'm Peggy Morton, your new social action chair. So I bet you can guess why I was attracted to attending my first GA with the theme of justice. After hearing stories, little snippets like you've heard, for three days, I mean, if you can imagine, now multiply what you just heard by 25, and you'll know how my head was spinning by the third night of GA when we finally heard keynote speaker Maria Inahosa, who you may know from her NPR radio program, Latino USA. Maria herself had been an undocumented worker, I mean, first an undocumented student, and then a worker, and eventually she gained her citizenship. Her young daughter reminded her mom to be sure to take her passport with her to Arizona. Maria told a story about visiting with her friend, Ellie Wiesel, Nobel laureate and Holocaust survivor. And Maria was talking to him about the illegals, and he snapped at her. Don't say that. Why do you call them illegals? When we get a speeding ticket, no one calls us an illegal driver. Well, I left GA with a new language. They are undocumented workers and undocumented students and undocumented children. And we need to be there for them. Another interesting lesson I learned from GA is for some reason I had to travel off to Phoenix, Arizona 
to develop closer relationships with fellow Austin UUs. Not only UUs right here at our church, but also UUs from Cedar Park, the uh, Live Oak UU congregation, and other UUs at Wildflower Church here in South Austin. And boy, was it a great union, because we've come back, and we've already started organizing with local immigrant rights groups and day laborer groups. And we actually took part on July 11th in a rally out in front of Sheriff Greg Hamilton's office here in Travis County. Because while I know you've been hearing stories about Arizona, this is going on right here in our own community. We could part in this rally with our big yellow standing on the side of love banner wearing our bright yellow shirts and we took part in this because we've got to get Sheriff Hamilton to quit giving immigration customs enforcement 24-7 access to our jails. That is the reason that we have one of the highest rates of non-criminal, undocumented workers being deported in Travis County, one of the highest rates in the entire nation. Now, at the rally that we attended, we heard a young undocumented student tell about having been picked up for jaywalking, a misdemeanor, taken to the Travis County Jail, and incarcerated for four days because ICE requested it. When that happens, it comes at the expense of Travis County taxpayers. Now, after four days of incarceration, remember, for that misdemeanor jaywalking offense, she was released, and she was not deported. She is allowed to continue living in our community. She is a law-abiding member going to school. Now, I appreciate all of you being here today and listening to these stories, because I know it can be heart-wrenching. And the truth of the matter is, just for you all to leave here and be with these stories is a movement in the right direction. But I also know fellow UUs, and I think some of you probably want to know what we can do from here. And we have some activities for you. Next weekend, 30 UndocuBus riders traveling with the theme, No Papers, No Fear, will be not only arriving in Austin, but they will be sleeping at our church, rolling out their sleeping bags on the floor in House and Hall and the gallery from Friday night until Monday morning. And we will be not only having people here to host them, but also to feed them. So if you're interested in helping with that, please stop by and visit me today at the social action table. While the worker, this is both, these are members of the, um, the uh, Indolon, the National Day Labor Organizing Network. So it's both members and undocumented workers who are traveling together. They're snaking through the U.S. and headed to the Democratic National Convention in uh, November. I mean, excuse me, in uh, North Carolina. Uh, while they're here, they are planning a rally, again, in front of Sheriff Hamilton's office, and we've invited Art Acevedo, our police chief, to also show up. And I hope several of you will plan to rally with us. This will happen next Friday at noon. And I have flyers and information about it that I can give to you. It is these workers, the, the UndocuBus travelers, who will also be conducting the teach-in that Carolyn told you about, which will be next Saturday at 5 o'clock in room 13 here. Again, I have flyers about that. 
And then one more thing I'd like to invite you all to do is to uh, come early next Sunday because before the worship service, we will have a casual breakfast, meet and greet opportunity for you to eat some tacos, visit with some of uh, the guests, and get to know them as humans because that's really what this is all about. Now, after, let me think what I'm missing here, sorry. (laughs) After the service today, our group of speakers today will line up outside the sanctuary as usual for you all to talk to, but I'm not going to stand there. I'm going to move along into the gallery and stand at the social action table, and I hope some of you will come and um, meet with me, find out not only about these upcoming activities, but future ways if you want to get involved in our ministry for helping immigrants. Um, please check in with me and see how you can help join the, the good fight with the power of love on our side. Love is not just a feeling. Love may begin as a feeling, but love is much more. Love acts. Love reaches out. Love takes a stand. Love stays the course. Love changes our lives and changes the world. Let us go with love filling our hearts. Let us go determined to let love live within us, among us, and through us. So be it. This is a presentation of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, visit our website at www. AustinUU.org